Hello, lost old friends. Welcome to the pod where it happens. My name is Mike Espejo. I'll be your host on this wonderful, magical mystery tour of a podcast. And as you can see, I've got my own music now. I've become uh, legit with uh, picking out a song uh, online that works and um, kind of cool to add that to the res- repertoire here at the pod where it happens. As always, we're coming to you from deep within the bowels of Burlington High School, Burlington, Massachusetts, at the worldwide headquarters of BCAT Studios. And um, it's been three weeks since my last uh, podcast. I kind of, life is getting back to normal. Um, the pandemic is ending and the, the restrictions are being lifted and the wonderful vaccines are taking hold and life is just just returning to normal and whatever the new normal is anyway. And it's, um, it, I just haven't gotten in here to do a podcast. So here I am. Um, and as always, we start our podcast with a quote. And this quote's fitting for today's episode, episode seven. It's called Ted Lasso Forever. And um, this Ted Lasso is a show that uh, has become my all-time favorite show. And this is going to be a spoiler-free look at the show and why, if you haven't watched it already, you should watch it. And um, again, no spoilers will be will be tes- um, said during the show, the pod. So don't worry. If you haven't seen it, you can listen to the pod. And hopefully I'll convince you to, um, to check it out sometime. So the quote is from Ted Lasso himself. And his quote, don't let the wisdom of age be wasted on you. And that's just a perfect quote from Ted, the character played by Jason Sudeikis, who plays Ted Lasso. And it's a show that um, it's about an American football coach, a Division II coach, who gets hired by a woman to run a English Premier League soccer team in London. And uh, Ted Lasso, it's about Ted's journey to to London and um, his, uh, his, I guess, attempt to, to coach a, um, or an English Premier League soccer team. And if you don't know much about the Premier League, it's the number one league in England. It's, it's the majors. And um, they have, like, many different levels, just like here in America. But the EPL, the English Premier League, is the cream of the crop. It's the best league up there. And Ted Lasso... I'm not a huge soccer fan, but Ted Lasso really resonated with me. Um, As everyone has during the pandemic, it's been a time where we've watched, I think, more TV. I've watched more TV in the last 15 months than I ever will in my life, uh, being sequestered in our homes because of coronavirus. And I think at this point in my life, after coming out of corona, I'm I'm, uh, more than capable of judging what's a good TV show with the amount of TV shows I've been watching. And I've watched a, a whole bunch of stuff during um, COVID, broadening my horizons, different styles. And one day, um, I get a text from my friend Courtney, um, longtime friend. And Courtney is one of those few people, one of the few people on earth that really get me. And um, I think a lot of people get me, think they get me, but they really don't. And it's because I really don't open up a lot to people. It's very rare for me to open up about things. Even some of my closest friends and family, I don't really open up a lot about stuff and that's probably not healthy, but maybe this podcast will help with that. Anyway, Courtney sends me this text out of the blue 
and she says, hey, have you, you know, have you seen Ted Lasso? Oh, my God, it's awesome. You should check it out. And if Courtney sends you a text uh, recommendation to do anything, I've learned from Courtney that you have to kind of um, kind of do it. So I checked it out and just fell in love with the show. Uh, it's 10 episodes. Each episode is about 30 minutes long. And I think I blew through it in like a day or two. And I think it's a show that if I were to ever, if it were, we were ever to create a show of Mike Espejo in TV form, it would be Ted Lasso. And it's because a lot of the times I've been called a Pollyanna. I've been called overly positive, uh, an outgoing, uplifting, positive person. And that's what's great about Ted Lasso. And that's probably the number one thing about Pre Ted Lasso is that it has heart. It's uplifting. It's... Um, it's not cynical. It's not um, dark. It's not, I don't know. It's, it's not your run-of-the-mill TV show. It, it's hopeful. It's, it's light. It's funny. It's topical. It's, it's brilliant. And it's the perfect show, actually, for our first global pandemic in our lifetime and hopefully our last. It, is just a, it was a, a beacon of positivity. Um, during that horrible 15 months of coronavirus. And I got to be honest, it's become my my favorite show of all time. And I'm, uh, I'm not going to really admit this to many people, but uh, I'll say it here just between us. I've watched Ted Lasso seven times the season. And right now I'm on my eighth viewing. I'm on uh, episode three out of 10 on my eighth time through. And Every single time I watch it, I pick up something new. I don't know if it's because when I first started watching it, um, I would look at my phone. But it's I think it's just so brilliant. And it, there's some subtle, wonderful, subtle stuff in there that you have to really pay attention to see. And it's it's heartfelt and it's awesome. So to get through to kind of tell you about Ted Lasso. I've got about 10 quotes here from um, the show that we're going to go through. And I think everything in life that I need to know to get through life, I, I've pretty much learned from this show. Um, and it's just the way that it's been, it was written that it just, it's, it's really just really, really well done. Um, so let's start. But before I start on the 10 quotes, I'm going to throw out this challenge. Um, to anyone who has not seen the show, um, if you watched, we'll say, the first four episodes of Ted Lasso and you don't like it and you see me in person, say at Schoolhouse, ice cream here in town or a True North Coffee, I will buy you an ice cream or a coffee um, if you really give it an honest try. I believe this much, that much in the show that I'm giving you the pod where it happens guarantee that you will like Ted Lasso I think after the third episode um, in my eight viewings of the first three episodes I feel like the first episode is just okay but it really grips you there's something that happens in the third episode that really really grips you and from that point on I think it's sore so if you get through the first three maybe four and you don't like it then reach out to me. And if you're if you're far away, I know my cousins will listen to this and say, hey, what what do we win if we don't like it? Um, we'll figure something out. But I'm giving it the first ever pod where it happens 
TV show guarantee that you will like Ted Lasso after three episodes. And if not, then I will, I'll give you a prize or we'll figure something out. So that the gauntlet has been thrown. So some of the brilliance in Ted Lasso, I don't know if I can do it justice, but I'm going to try here on the podcast, is through uh, Ted and his, his outlook and the way he looks at the world. And we're going to start with some of these quotes. Um, one of my favorites we're going to start with is um, it's Ted speaking to one of his players whose name is Sam. And Sam is a player that came over from, um, I think, Nigeria to the fictional team that Ted coaches called AFC Richmond. And... Um, so Ted was a football coach. He was hired by the woman who got control of the team through a divorce. And um, it's kind of like a major league kind of thing they got going on here. This woman, in her divorce, her ex-husband really loved the team. And she tries to sink the team by hiring Ted Lasso and have it fail miserably by bringing over someone who doesn't know how to coach soccer. And the show is about uh, Ted's trials and tribulations as a coach and how he tries to win everyone over and learn the, the game of soccer. But um, this first quote is Ted speaking to one of his players who's having a rough time adapting to life in London. And the quote he says to him is to Sam. He says, you know, Sam, what the happiest animal in the world is? And Sam says, no, no, Ted, what is it? And Ted says, it's a goldfish. And you want to know why? And Sam gives him a funny look and he says, because a goldfish, it's got a 10 second memory. Be a goldfish. So that's great, great advice for people in life to have a 10 second memory about things. Life is hard. There are trials and tribulations. There are ups and downs. And sometimes you just got to roll with the punches and be like a goldfish and just move on when things get bad. And that kind of helps Sam along on his way in transitioning to the Premier League. And um, it's just kind of an example of kind of the brilliance of Ted Lasso, where you take something kind of ridiculous, like the brain or memory span of a goldfish, and you turn it into a heartfelt quote. Um, another quote, which I really love, and this one hits home, is I think it's also Sam talking to Coach Ted Lasso. And he says, Coach, is it true in America you guys have so many beautiful dogs in pounds that some get put down for no reason? And in his funny, kind of matter-of-fact way, Ted responds, that is true, Sam, but it's also something that a lot of female singer-songwriters are trying to change. And again, I, at the, <laughs> at the, at the, after saying these two quotes, I know I'm not giving this show justice, but that is another example of taking the brilliance of Ted Lasso and talking about how you should adopt, uh, not shop, when it comes to uh, dogs in the pound, something that is near and dear to my heart. And he kind of it, it flips it on his axis by, by mocking all those commercials you see at night um, where I think it's, uh, I don't even know who, the song is in my head, but I can't think of the, the female artist that that's plays. And it's just like, Here's your heartstrings. And it's two things that one, everyone knows about adopting dogs. And there are so many dogs, you know, in shelters. And, you know, if you if you adopt a dog out of a shelter, then, I mean, you break a dog out of jail, that dog's going to love you forever. So definitely adopt, don't shop if you're looking for a dog out there. And he takes that, he takes that type of message and turns it on its head by mocking 
um, commercials everyone knows that plays late night that tears at our heartstrings. That that kind of that kind of duality in the joke is what makes Ted Lasso so brilliant. Um, and let's move on to our next quote. And it's uh, Ted talking to one of his star players, Roy, and um, talks about how Roy Roy takes his uh, his niece out for ice cream. And uh, Ted asks how it goes, and Roy says, yeah, you know, it was great. We went for ice cream. And Ted responds by saying, of course, ice cream's the best. It's kind of like seeing Billy Joel perform live. It never disappoints. Now, this quote hits home with me because... If there was ever a soundtrack to my life, um, I think it would be littered with Billy Joel songs. And I think it's cool to kind of kind of rip on Billy Joel. I think it, it's kind of hip to, to, to put him down and say that his music sucks or this and that. But Billy Joel has got some great, great songs. A lot of the ones, you know, that pe- probably people don't think of when you think of Billy Joel. I mean, some of my favorites are um, like Vienna and Summer in Highland Falls and Miami 2017. Just just brilliant, brilliant songs, and I think it, it, they, Billy gets lost behind, you know, We Didn't Start the Fire and, and Uptown Girl and that kind of stuff. But again, the quote, just talking about something awesome, ice cream, how it never disappoints, and he throws in a Billy Joel reference. I mean, come on, who doesn't love that? Just Ted Lasso, that's peak Ted Lasso right there, um, going through his day. And some of the beauties of the show is how Ted relates to all these players. I mean, he he is a guy that comes from, you know, Kansas. He was teaching, uh, not teaching, he was coaching, I think, uh, the Division II Wichita, Wichita State Shockers. And he coaches them to a Division II national title. And that's how Rebecca, the owner of the uh, AFC Richmond soccer team, hears about him. And in his first year, he coaches that team to a title. So at least she has some type of... Um, kind of leg to stand on and why to hire why to hire him even though he doesn't he's never coached soccer before and Ted the point I was getting at was Ted relates has to relate with all these guys mostly foreign guys to him he's like you know pretty much Ronald McDonald walking into the soccer locker room um, and having to relate to all these guys in a sport that he has no idea about and that just it's just a, it's just an awesome awesome juxtaposition of of life and making the most of things, making the best of things. And there's a great scene. Uh, another quote is um, a lot of the, 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 the English soccer, if you, if you never watched it, it's great because they have chants and they have songs. And I really want to get out to one of those games in the EPL one time in London. And they chant wanker <laughs> to, to Ted. And uh, there's a great, um, the crowd, because they use, you know, he's a, He's an American wanker coming over to, to coach their team. And one of the great lines is uh, May, the woman who runs the pub near Ted's apartment. And she looks at him and she gives him the best look. She goes, don't let him call you a wanker, Ted. I mean, just perfect. Good stuff. And again, you're probably like, no, that's not that funny, Mike. But it's just the way it's delivered. It's really well done. Let's move on to another quote. This one is from uh, Jamie Tart, who is the star the young star brash soccer player who doesn't fit in but is very skilled and Ted has to mold him into playing like a team. We all, If we watch sports, we all have that guy. And uh, Jamie says to, to Ted, uh, Coach, because Ted, Ted asks him, you know, just a silly question on if you'd rather be a panda or a lion. And uh, one of those personality questions you ask someone uh, 
to see what type of their person their personality they have and uh again a scene where it's typically this type of scene would be taken into you know a whole debate about panda versus lion and how the lions rule the jungle and the panda is you know soft and fat and furry and they get into that a little bit but jamie tart and again ted lasso takes it another way and the way they flip it into jamie's answer they turn it into a life lesson and uh It's really just, it's just well done. And Jamie says, coach, I'm me. Why would I want to be anything else? In true superstar, egotistical <laughs> athlete fashion. And Ted responds saying, I'm, I'm not sure you realize how psychologically healthy that is. So he takes the question of, would you rather be a panda or a lion? And turns it into Jamie Tart's answer of just be yourself, be you. That's all you can do in life is be yourself, not try and be something you're not. And there are all these little life messages kind of hidden within the dialogue and within the, the, the scenes in Ted Lasso that makes it so great. And there's so much heart. And as you watch the, the characters develop, especially one named Keely, who is Jamie's girlfriend, her development in the, the show is just unbelievable. She goes from someone who's kind of a tart, you know, just a... Um, hot soccer player's girlfriend to someone who develops a real heart and who really grows. And a lot of the characters in the show, um, I think part of the, show, the the beauty of the show is watching these characters grow and growing along with them and falling in love with them and just watching them progress. And by the end of the season, you just, you're rooting for them. You're rooting for them all. And I think the way Ted through the show wins over people in London and wins over people in the AFC Richmond community is the same way the show wins people over. It's just, it's just very, very well done. Um, another quote we can talk about is, yeah, again, Ted talking to one of his, um, I think it, it's Rebecca, the, the club owner. And he says, you know, there's, there's something worse out there than being sad. Um, and that is being alone in being sad. And, what a poignant, perfect message um, to say. And I think it actually says this to Rebecca and the team that, you know, being sad sucks. And it's happened to all of us. It's happened to all of us a lot through the past year. But even worse is to be alone and be sad, which has also happened to a lot of us during the past year. And it's that type of kind of wrapping a message around a feeling that makes just some of the dialogue in Ted Lasso very, very strong, very brilliant. Uh, moving on to another quote. This one is from Sam, and they play on Sam, again, the uh, guy from Nigeria who Ted tells to uh, have the memory of a goldfish. They play on the idea of Sam's naivete and how he's kind of learning how the world works. It's probably his first time away from home, a young player. And he says something to Ted like, he says this to Ted, he says, quote, I like the idea of someone becoming rich because of what they gave to the world, not just because of who their family is. And again, a funny kind of line that you hear it and you go, duh. I mean, but then when you unwrap it and you think about it later after you watch the episode, it's just the perfect message of against nepotism, against um, getting places because you know somebody. It, it's also a message of hope where 
you can do stuff no matter who you are, no matter what your last name is. And it doesn't frame it like, you know, a Disney movie where it takes a princess and makes her, you know, rags to riches story. It's just a kind of a, an ordinary off the cuff line that says all of that in a, such a subtle way that you have to unpack it later and it hits you like, damn, that's a great line and that's a great sentiment. And I think that's, again, a lot of what you have in Ted Lasso. And again, a lot of why it's so brilliant and why I love it so much. And my old favorite show was Friday Night Lights. And uh, it just, uh, again, it it was pretty much um, Beverly Hills 90210 meets a high school football show. And it was the perfect mix of all that with the high school drama and the sports mixed into it. And I guess we have a a theme developing with the shows I like because this is um, also kind of a sports show with heart and... um, character development and empathy and emotion. And again, watching some of these scenes back in all these repeat viewings, I'm, I'm, I'm crying before the scene even starts. Cause I know what happens. It's just that powerful. And there's some of the stuff that they have in the show where uh, they show the team bonding and they show the team going through tough losses and they show, I mean, Ted's never ending po- uh, positivity and is, never giving up and never quitting and never um, getting discouraged and always being positive and upbeat. And um, that's the way I think you have to kind of handle life is just be positive, be uplifting, roll with the punches, have a 10 second memory, um, treat everybody well uh, as Ted does. And you'll see you. I mean, one, one day, every day he brings um, Rebecca, the woman who owns the, the um, the soccer club, he brings her cookies every morning, and he calls it you know cookies with a coach. Or in in London they call them biscuits. So and every single day he brings them in. It's kind of his way of reaching out to Rebecca, who actually hired him to sink the club. And it's just the way that they have Ted Lasso work his way into the hearts of everyone around him is the way we should all strive to live. We, the way we should all strive to treat other people is to, you know, listen to people, learn from people, find out what makes them tick, and celebrate what makes them great and kind of celebrate their interests to really learn about something. And I think Ted Lasso as a character does that so well. Um, and it just that's what makes him so likable. And again, there's no there's no cynicism. There's no... I mean, the world is, is ugly and dark and, again, coming out of pandemic, it's, it's, it's just we're cynical and we're tired and we're angry and we're, we're partisan. And, I mean, this country right now, and there's one, one, one scene where Ted's talking to his assistant coach and he's like, how many countries are in this country? And uh, the assistant coach is, say, four. And he says that's a lot, a lot like America these days. And, again, just... A throwaway, boom, drop line, a line that they drop in. And I didn't even see that in the first, like, three or four viewings. And then out of nowhere, I was like, damn it, you know what? He, he nailed it. Like, we're so divided as a country these days. We're so divided as a nation and, and, and political. If we just kind of celebrated what everyone liked and lived and let lived, life would be so much easier and so much there'd be so much less stress and so much less strife and so much less ugh, 
And again, Ted Lasso is just just sends that perfect message. Just how many countries are in this country? <laughs> and to hear, you know, that the United Kingdom is actually four countries and then drop in that subtle line like, huh, a lot like America these days. Bam. Nails it out of the side of his mouth. That's brilliant, brilliant writing. All right. Another quote. And this is where, I mean, these last three are just awesome. He says, at the one of the last games, he's, at the very last game, I think he says, I disagree with the phrase, it's the hope that kills you. I think it's the lack of hope that gets you. See, I believe in hope. I believe and believe, says Ted Lasso. And again, just believing in what you can do, believing in yourself, having hope. The worst thing you could ever do in life is lose hope. And, and life is hard. We all have our, our hardships and our, our challenges, but you should always have hope. And again, sports is such a brilliant analogy for life where, you know, again, you know, the Bruins are down three goals in the, 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 the final period of an elimination game. And you take life in small pieces. If we get one goal by the 12-minute mark and then another one by the eight-minute mark, all we've got to do is score one more goal to tie in the last six minutes. Just never lose hope and never give up. And again, that, that kind of positivity, that type of feeling in Ted Lasso is what makes it strong and what makes it so powerful. And um, another quote is great. I mean, he talks about touches about um, touches on love. And he says, I think if you care about someone and you got a little love in your heart, there's nothing there ain't nothing you can't get through together. And again, instead of having, I mean, they take Ted Lasso and he's actually going through a divorce in the show. And instead of having like the perfect story where he meets a woman, falls in love, and the love story becomes part of the show, Ted Lasso and Sudeikis, they flip it on its edge and take your, your protagonist and they make him vulnerable from the jump and going through something from the jump. And again, he, he still, even going through this divorce, believes in love and believes that you can get through anything in life with a little love in your heart. And again, just a, a perfect, powerful message. Um, two more quotes here I want to go through. Another one he says, as well as the man once says, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And again, just perfect. Luck is a, the residue of design. And again, we can all believe in luck and thank our lucky stars but um, you're never going to get anything in life without hard work. And again, just just simple, just kind of comes off as this country bumpkin with these lines, but they're just so poignant and powerful. And the messages are kind of subtle, yet pack a punch, which is the, the absolute brilliance of Ted Lasso and why it's so great. And the last quote from Ted, which I love, is um, comes from a scene um, where they're in the pub and he challenges the old owner, uh, Rebecca's ex-husband, to a dart game. And um, he kind of rope-a-dopes him and, and beats him in the dart game. And he says that for all of his life, he's been, he's been overlooked and that he's been, um, I don't know, he's, he's been passed by. And his quote is one that he steals from the great Walt Whitman. And he says that in life we should be curious, uh, not judgmental. And again, just perfect words from Walt Whitman through Ted Lasso about going through life, being curious, curious about people, about, again, about what makes them tick, curious about your surroundings, 
curious about um, your challenges, your hopes, your dreams, your love, um, and not be judgmental in life. Again, we're seeing a lot of stuff, especially these days with racism and putting other, you know, people down. It's just life is too damn short to be judgmental. Uh, just it's not it's not worth it. And again, so much energy and strife and, and just ugh is wasted with that type of attitude. If we're just more curious instead of judgmental, then life would be a lot much a lot easier and a lot better. But there you have it. I mean, we're coming up on 30 minutes. There's my kind of walk through Ted Lasso, which I think um, hopefully gives you a little picture of what it, what it's like and what it's great. And again, I'm throwing out the gauntlet of the Ted Lasso challenge. Um, if you go through the first three or four episodes and you don't like it and you happen to see me out, mention it and you get a free ice cream or coffee or if we're at a bar or whatever you get a beer i'll buy you a beer or i believe that strongly i'm giving it the the first and maybe last ever pod where it happens tv show guarantee my all-time favorite show ted lasso it's definitely worth checking out and again um i can't get enough of it i'm again i'm on my eighth viewing and i'm gonna probably keep going and until july 23rd when we're lucky enough for season two to come out so it's on Apple TV, um, kind of tough, but Apple TV does have a free trial. Uh, I think it's a, a month, and you'll blow through, or a week free trial. You'll blow through Ted Lasso, I promise you, in um, no time flat. It's 10 episodes, 30 minutes an episode, and right now it's set for three seasons, and if you watch um, kind of the first season and how it arcs and you know a little bit about how Premier League soccer works, you'll kind of figure out, I mean, I already know what's going to happen at the end of the second season. I already know what's going to happen at the end of the third season. And I already think it's going to, I mean, I just know that it'll be brilliant. And even though you know there's really only one way for the story to go, you think. So that's my story. Um, that is episode seven, Ted Lasso Forever. Please check it out if you haven't already. It, it's worth it. And, um, if not, then the Ted Lasso guarantee is out there for you. If you have any questions, again, I'd love to get, um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I'd love to leave for you to leave a review. Uh, those are very nice. Uh, we had some really nice stuff on there. If you ever want to reach out to me, I'm at happenspod at gmail.com. Um, also happenspod on Instagram and tweeting like a very quiet bird on Twitter at happenspod. I've also got a Facebook post, uh, Facebook page that I never use. Um, as always, listen to each other, look out for each other, learn from each other, be kind to each other, um, be a goldfish, have a 10 second memory and be curious, not judgmental and definitely always step out of your comfort zones for each other. So this has been the pod where it happens. Love you mean it. Thank you for listening. And I'm Mike Espejo and we'll catch you on the flip side.